Stop that, you'll fall. A week's worth of snow has pressed itself into ice, each day's danger hidden beneath the nighttime dusting of powder. Every few yards, my boots travel further than my feet intended, and my stomach pitches braced for a fall. Our progress is slow, and I wish I'd thought to bring Sophia on the sledge instead. Reluctantly, she opens her eyes, swivelling her head owl-like away from the shops to hide her face in my sleeve. I squeeze her gloved hand. She hates the birds that hang in the butcher's window, their iridescent neck feathers cruelly at odds with the lifeless eyes they embellish. I hate the birds too. Adam says I've given the phobia to her like a cold or a piece of unwanted jewellery. Where did she get it from then? He said when I protested. He held out his hands, turning to an invisible crowd as though the absence of an answer proved his point. Not me. Of course not. Adam doesn't have weaknesses. Sainsbury's? Sophia says now, looking back at the shops, now that we are safely past the birds. She still pronounces it Thainsbury's. So cute it makes my heart squeeze. It's moments like this I treasure. Moments like this that make it all worthwhile. Her breath makes tiny mists in the air. Now the shoe shop. Now the... She draws out the word, holding the nets in her mouth until it's time. Fruit and veg shop, she declares, as we draw level with it. Fruit and veg. God, I love this girl. I do. The ritual began in the summer, when Sophia was fizzing with excitement and nerves over starting school, questions tumbling out with every breath. What would her teacher be like? Where would they hang their coats? Would there be plasters if she scraped her knee? And tell me one more time, how do we get there? I take her through it again. Up the hill, across one road, then another, then onto the high street, past the bus stop by the secondary school, then along the parade with the bookshop and the estate agent and the butcher, around the corner to Sainsbury's, to the shoe shop, then the fruit and veg shop, past the police station, up the hill, past the church, and we're there, I tell her. You have to be patient with Sophia. That's what Adam struggles with. You have to tell her things again and again, reassure her that nothing's changed, that nothing will change. Adam and I dropped her off together that first day in September. We took a hand each, swinging her in the middle as though we were still a proper family and I was glad to have an excuse for the tears that pricked my eyes. She'll go off without a second glance, you'll see, Auntie Mo said, seeing my face as we left home. She isn't an actual auntie, but Mrs Watt is too formal for a neighbour who makes hot chocolate and remembers birthdays. I'd made myself smile back at Mo. I know. Daft, isn't it? Daft to wish Adam still lived with us. Daft to think that day was anything other than role-playing for Sophia's sake. Mo had crouched down to smile at Sophia. You have a good day now, Petal. My dress is scratchy. It came with a scowl Mo managed to miss. That's nice, dear. Mo leaves her hearing aid off to save on the batteries. When I pop round, I have to stand in the flower bed by the lounge window and wave until she sees me. You should have rung the bell, she always says, as though I hadn't just done that for the last ten minutes.
What next? I said to Sophia that first day as we passed the greengrocer, anxiety bleeding from her fingers to mine. Police station, she'd said triumphantly. Daddy's police station. It isn't where Adam works, but that doesn't matter to Sophia. Every police car we see is Daddy's car. Every uniformed cop, Daddy's friend. Up the hill next. She'd remembered it all. The next day, she had added more detail, things I hadn't seen, hadn't noticed. A cat on a windowsill. A phone box, a rubbish bin. The commentary became a fixed part of her day. As essential to Sophia as putting on her school uniform in the correct order, top to bottom, or standing flamingo-like as she brushes her teeth, swapping legs as she switches sides. Depending on the day, these rituals either charm me or make me want to scream. That's parenting in a nutshell.